Hear ye, hear ye, here comes the judge. It's the Yogi Judge, Judge Dawson. I love to say that. I don't say it on the bench, but every now and then my bailiff said when I'm walking in. But ladies and gentlemen, you are here for another Finish First Cycle Breaker session where I am trying to give you tools that can take you to the next level. See, for me, it's not enough just to be a judge, just to sit on the bench and, and cause things to happen, maybe send people to jail or even give them a break. Instead, I want to give you tools and techniques so that you can avoid the legal system altogether. So every time I step in front of this camera, I want to do a few things. One is remind you how not to get caught up in the legal system and empower you, as well as give you tools that you can share with someone else. So since we're always talking about a cycle breaker, I have to repeat over and over and over again what a cycle breaker is. That's the movement of my court. That's the mission for my life. A cycle breaker has four elements. The first one, you have to recognize the need to break a cycle. You know, whether it's a New Year's resolution, whether it's um, something tragic that happens in your life, or just something that you want to do, at some point you have to recognize that there is a need for change. There is something you should do differently or maybe do better. And even if it's not you, maybe it's something that's happening in your family. Maybe there's a cycle of abuse in your family. Maybe there's a cycle of neglect in your family. Take it away from your family. Maybe in your community, too many houses are abandoned. Too much crime is running rampant. Whatever it is, that's something that strikes you in your heart and you say to yourself, that's a cycle that needs to be broken. So that is the first element of being a cycle breaker is recognizing the need for change. Number two, you have to commit to breaking the cycle. Why is that so important? Well, because we're busy, we're distracted, and so many things are going on that will keep you from moving toward your goals. But once you make a commitment, you are moving closer. You are inching closer to what it's going to take to take you to that next level. So you could say, you know what, I know domestic violence needs to stop or I need to stop getting pulled over by police. Sometimes you can control it. Sometimes you can't. I know that. I'm a judge. But whatever it is, once you recognize the need to change something, you have to commit to changing it. Commit to doing what you can do to affect that change. Number three is you have to get the tools and resources to make the change. It's not enough to say, you know what, I'm tired of getting pulled over by the police. What tools or resources do you need? Well, maybe you need to get your license valid so that when you get pulled over, there's no issue. Or maybe you need to stop speeding. Or how about this? In cities where tent is illegal, maybe take the tent off your car and a police officer won't even have a reason to look at your car. Now, I'm just giving you suggestions. You can live your life the way you want to live your life, but I'm just telling you, whenever you decide to break a cycle, you have to step back and say, what part of this can I be responsible for? What part of this can I take responsibility for? Because if you can't take any responsibility, you can't make any real change. So being a cycle breaker requires recognizing the need, committing to making the change, and then getting the tools and resources. Let's take the tools and resources to another level. Maybe you want to be a doctor. Well, for sure, you can't be a doctor sitting on your couch. You have to figure out how to get back in school, 
how to enroll, how to get into that industry. Those are the tools and resources. Let's say you want to get a good job. You're tired of dealing with you know, low income at the end of the month and not being able to pay your bills. So now you got to figure out, okay, what are the tools? Who are the resources? Where do I need to go so I can get me a better job? See, these theories are principles that go across the board. It doesn't matter what you're trying to accomplish in your life. These are tools that you can apply in pretty much any scenario. Number four of being a cycle breaker is having the grit to stay in there. The grit, the ability, the wherewithal, the toughness to stay in there when it gets hard. Because people are gonna discourage you, people will let you down, situations themselves will discourage you. Situations will let you down. And even if you're not let down or discouraged, you will be challenged because as soon as you say you want to break a cycle, everything seems to work against you. I don't know if it's our own mentality and what we attract to our lives or if maybe we just told the wrong person that bit of information. But either way, once you commit to breaking a cycle, you are going to run up against a wall constantly. And the question becomes, do you have what it takes to stay in there? And I tell you, we all do. Think about it. You are a human being. You have arms, legs, hands. You have a head. You have a brain. You are a miracle. So yes, you can stay in there when the going gets tough. And if you don't believe me, look back at your life. What have you endured already? When have they counted you out? When have they said, you know what? She's not going to be a success or he's not going to be a success. It's happened many times, but now I need you to say I can then again tap into that grit and I will not give up no matter what happens now. Those are the four elements of being a cycle breaker. Recognizing the need for change, committing to making the change, getting the tools and resources, and then finally the grit to stay in the game. So how does that all apply to what we're talking about today? Well, I am going to give you some principles of how to live your best life going forward. Every day you get a chance to reset. Every month, every year, instead of just saying Happy New Year, let's say let's have a good year. Let's have a better year. And just like with anything else, you can just drift through life hoping that it happens or you can tap into the tools and techniques that will guarantee that you achieve your goals. And that's all I want to present for you today. So number one, face your fears. Face your fears. Now, being a judge, I see so much going on in the court. I see so much destruction. I see so much loss of life, so many lost opportunities, so many people who are giving themselves setbacks based on the situation that they're in. And a lot of times, the situation that they're in is based on their fear to go forward, their fear to move in the next direction. So I want to talk to you briefly about how you can face your fears so that you live your best life. Now, the first thing we have to do, think about it. You can use the whole cycle breaker framework. You have to recognize, okay, what is it that I'm fearing? What is it about this situation? And even before you do that, let's take a step back. You have to recognize that the feelings that you have are actually feelings of fear. 
Because see, a lot of times we want to be so tough. You know, I don't fear nothing. I'm not afraid of anybody. I can handle my business. But then you have to look behind that, peel away the layers and determine whether or not it's fear that's underlining that situation. You know, after years of practicing law, years of being a judge, what I found, and most importantly, I must not forget this, years of dealing with people who have been incarcerated, whether they are adults or youth, when you peel back all the layers, there's a fear there. Even the toughest guy in the room, the biggest bully in school, the toughest person in jail, oftentimes what they're dealing with is an underlying fear, fear of something. Maybe they're afraid of being exposed that they weren't that tough growing up. Or maybe they developed this hardened personality because early on growing up, they were afraid of being picked on or laughed at. Maybe there's a situation that happened early in their life where they were abandoned. Maybe dad wasn't in the home. And we know that's a problem happening in every community. Maybe mom was dealing with some issues. Maybe there were people who were on drugs or even in jail. So the family unit was broken. So the only reason or the only way that that young man or young woman could react or hide all that pain was to become a bully or to become a fighter or a thief or a drug dealer, whatever it is. But there's a fear. And I'm glad I mentioned drugs because that's a whole different level of fear. If you know somebody who's selling drugs, there's a good chance that at some point they lived in an area of poverty. I mean, that's one area. That's one reason. You can either be exposed to the business and go into it that way, or again, we're dealing with fear. So if you've lived your life in poverty, if you've lived your life not knowing where your next meal is gonna come from, and then all of a sudden, you have this opportunity to do something to make money, yeah, it may be illegal. Yes, it may cause me to go to jail and lose some time, but you're gonna balance that with the pain and the fear of continuing to be broke. So when we talk about fear, the first thing to recognize is that in many situations, no matter what it looks like on the outside, on the inside, maybe deep down on the inside, the battle is with fear. So now that we recognize that the battle is with fear, the question is how do we face our fears? Because that's what this talk is about, facing your fears. Well, it's quite blunt, quite in your face, a matter of factly, you just get up and you do it. You just realize that, hey, you know what, for too long, I've recognized that's a fear act. I'm selling drugs because I don't want to be broke. I'm risking my life. I'm risking jail, incarceration, because I don't want to be broke. So I have to face that fear. And then next I have to figure out, okay, what else can I do to defeat that fear, an activity that's not defeating to me? What kind of activity can I put in place to defeat the fear that won't be self-defeating? So if your fear is not having enough money and not having food to eat, you don't solve it by breaking in places and stealing when you go to the Walmart. You solve it by figuring out the tools and techniques to get you a better job so that you don't have to do it. That's how you face that fear. If your fear is leaving a relationship because you don't think anyone else is going to love you, and again, you have to recognize that, right? Why are you sitting there getting abused mentally? Why are you sitting there getting abused physically? Well, it's fear. What are my fears? Well, I don't think anyone else will love me. I don't think I can get somebody to help me out with the bills. I don't think anyone else is going to take care of my kids the way that he or she does. 
But once we recognize that all of those are based in fear, that's when we can decide what other tools and techniques do we need to get out of there. So maybe it's meeting somebody or getting in a support group who can give you those resources to help you with your kids, to help you figure things out, to give you resources and, tip and tips on how to pay your bills. I mean, it's really simple. It's hard, but it's simple, right? Like most things in life, the hard things are simple, but the simple are hard. All you have to do is recognize that there's a fear and that you're acting out of fear or in those relationships, you're staying there out of fear. And then how do you get out? And even if it's not that you fear financial ruin or emotional support, some of us are in domestic violence situations or bad relationships and we believe, matter of fact, we know that if you leave that person, they are gonna be violent. I have posted video after video, court scenario after court scenario where people are committing domestic violence because of they, the fear of not wanting to leave or they don't wanna let go. So that's a real fear. I'm not gonna minimize that at all. But take a deep breath in and relax because the solution really is the same. Yes, you're not gonna look for financial means. That's not your big deal. You wanna figure out how do you get out of that relationship in a safe way so that you don't end up physically harmed? How do you get out that relationship in a safe way so that your kids don't end up physically harmed? And I submit to you again, there are tools and techniques to do it, but you have to muster that courage. You have to face your fears. Face your fears and contact the domestic violence center. Face your fears and let that family member know who you always laugh and joke with that, hey, at home things are pretty bad and I may need your help planning my exit. See, we're so concerned about our image, we want everything to look perfect, that we sit and suffer in silence. But suffering in silence is no longer acceptable if you're trying to live your best life. But I don't want you to be dangerous in the way that you get out. I want you to be strategic, think about it, and as we do with the cycle breaker method, tap into the tools and techniques and the resources so that you can get out in a safe manner. So we're talking about facing your fears. Maybe your fear is starting a new business. You know, you've been thinking about it, thinking about it, and you have to have to realize, you finally have to realize, you know what? The reason I'm delaying this is that I'm a little scared. I'm scared of failing. I'm scared of what they're gonna say about me uh, if I don't win. I'm scared that I'll open up the door and nobody will come in and shop at my business. Whatever it is, I'm scared I'll start that website and I won't get the clicks and likes. The first step is that you have to recognize that it is a fear that's holding you back. Then you face that fear. Once you face the fear, let's break it down again. What tools and techniques do you need to employ so that you can win? All right, so maybe I won't get business the first three weeks. So how do I deal with that? Do I have enough money saved up so I can deal with those down times? Or what's my marketing plan? Have I made a video? Have I done a post that's gonna be you know, posted to my friends' pages? Or have you asked your friends to support your business? They'll support you when you wanna go get drunk. They'll support you when you wanna go to the bar. So why not support you or ask for that support in regard to your business? See, the bottom line, ladies and gentlemen, is that it's all connected. When it boils down to the bottom line, it is all connected. In order to face your fears, you have to recognize what is a fear 
as opposed to any other emotion. And we all have fears. It doesn't matter how big you are. I'm a judge. And there are times and there are situations that I fear right now. But I have to face those fears and recognize them. And they'll come up. Don't get me wrong. They'll come up and down. One day you'll be feeling good. Next day you're feeling down. One day you're feeling you can conquer the world. The next moment you're feeling defeated. But that is the waves and the tides of life. Don't let that discourage you. That's just life. What we're talking about here is your ability to recognize what you're doing, where you are, where you're at right now, and see if it's a fear that's attached to it. And once you see that it's a fear attached to it, now you have to face your fear, acknowledge it, maybe even write it on a piece of paper. And then as we do with the cycle breaker principles, find the tools and techniques to defeat the fear so that fear does not defeat you. Defeat the fear so that the actions that you are involved in, the things you're doing, the crimes you're committing, the people that you are destroying, all the things that you're doing based out of fear, face that fear so that they no longer exist. And you don't have to be a destructive person to other people or worse to yourself. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about facing your fears because I know that you can be the absolute best that you can be. This is my brief talk for you today. You know I'll be back with more. I just thank you so much for giving me your attention because I value your time. And because of that, I try to bring value to you. So if you know somebody who can benefit from what we're talking about, share the information. It is time for us to grow. Don't hoard it. Don't keep it in. Share with people that you know so that we can all be the best that we can be. So until next time, like I always do, because I'm not only a judge, but I'm also a yogi, I want to wish you blessings, continue to be cycle breakers, and namaste.